Hi guys, Ash here from the Goodness of Blues and welcome to the latest edition of the podcast. And yes, it's the match reaction to last night's game. Finished Everton 3, uh, Newcastle United nil. A game that when I saw the lineup and I saw that Garner was missing, first of all I saw Seamus Coleman was in. I'm going, oh Seamus is in. He obviously just had to drop in Young. And then I seen Young was in midfield. At that moment in time, all I could think of was... Oh, bollocks. I thought maybe he would have pulled the Corey back into that position. Because obviously Garner was out. We're still missing a couple more of the players. I thought maybe Andre Gomez might have been on the bench, but he wasn't. But when I saw Ashley Young in that midfield, I went, oh no, this is just not a good idea. How are we going to throw him midfield? But we've slated him. We've criticised him. At times, we've said we don't want to see him playing in an Everton short ever again. But credit to all of them. Um, I think a lot of the podcaster guys yesterday were almost given uh, actually young man of the match but obviously they went to Dwight McNeil he had a great game and much big thanks to uh, Kieran Trippier for making two lovely mistakes actually if I understand correctly it's technically a third mistake because it was him that played better one side to get his first goal for the club and before the goals came in, you kind of have a funny feeling that, you know, because we missed so many chances. Of course, the big one falling to Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I'd say he wished the ground just opened up and swelled him whole. Or at the worst case scenario, that when he missed the chance, he turned around and he seen that the flag was up. I don't know who it was, but somebody was playing him on side. I don't know what he thought he was doing. He was obviously going for a glory, you know, just to whack it and put it right through the net and into the crowd. But... We had our chances, like we've had in the previous games before the, the corruption started in the league. And we, we could have won, had great chances of winning, and we just had to, did not take those chances whatsoever. And it took the mistake from Kieran Trippier for uh, Dwight McNeil to run in. And I thought maybe he was going to fluff it, because Cavett Loom was <clears throat> shouting at him on the, on the left side <clears throat> to, to, to put him in. But Dwight McNeil said, not in your Nelly, pal. And rifled it into the, the net. So that's two goals and two for him. And not just goals, but absolutely. the goals far as, say, worldies. You know, that goal against Forrest. Magnificent. And again, this one. Uh, he's probably will shoot himself for not making the connection for the second when Harrison put him in. But he completely fresh air fortnight to shot. But thankfully, Decore was there to slot it home. And he knew exactly what was going to happen. He knew what way the keeper was going to dive and completely just placed it into the other corner. And then lovely to see Beto with power. Like, you know, just got right past um, the defender, got around him and slotted it at the very narrow angle past uh, the goalkeeper to make a 3 0. And it was a, an agonizing way for him and for us for to hear the. The whistle being given the okay, the all clear for the goal, but I believe it was Kieran Trippier that played him on side. So a hat trick of assists by the Newcastle fullback. Uh, they had their chance. Obviously, we booed at the start when we heard the Premier League anthem. We booed on 10 minutes with and obviously with the cards. Anthony Gordon was booed with every single time he touched the ball. And I was saying to myself, if we keep this up, guys, you know, we're gonna stifle him, we're gonna rifle him up, and he's gonna end up getting a a goal against us or even possibly a winner and he had a big big chance um in the second half where there was a mix up I think between Pickford and uh, James Tarkowski and somehow he got the ball but he fluffed the shot actually in the first half it was Almiron should have put Newcastle in front but 
whatever he was doing, he obviously was thinking too far ahead maybe, but he didn't make full connection with the shot and he should have been able to slot a pass Pickford in the goal. There was a mess at the end between Pickford and Joe Linton. I don't know what that was all about. Um, the fans in the second half were obviously on Pickford's back, being from the Sunderland side of things. But he just laughed it off. And even towards the end of the game, there's a like he just caught the ball very easily and went down onto the ground and laughing. And obviously, the, New the Newcastle fans didn't appreciate that. But, you know, that's what he does. Sometimes it goes against them. Sometimes it goes in his favour that he's messing around. <clears throat> Excuse me. With things like that. We also... He went down injured in that second half as well, and it looked like Joe Virginia might be needed. Um, but after he kicked, uh, near enough the halfway line, he kicked, he kicked the ball forward. You could see then he was struggling to get back, but he had uh, he quite he was quite concerned. He called out to the bench a couple of times, and eventually he walked over to the bench himself while the ball was out of play and got treatment. And I don't know whether he was just time wasting. You know, a lot of players do that, but he seemed to be very concerned about his his right leg but hopefully he is okay and there's, there's nothing serious there unfortunately we did lose Seamus Coleman um, he did jog off so I don't know what it is that he had to go off for and Aiden Patterson came on for him so I don't think it's a bad bad injury but it was nice to see him back um, he did, I, I can't say anyone didn't have a good game I thought everyone played their bit um, defensively Brantwaite again Brantwaite is just, I go as far as to say, playing with James Tarkowski makes Brantwaite better or is Brantwaite making uh, James Tarkowski better? Because it seems that James is not afraid now to move them when he has the ball to take it a bit further because he seems to have full confidence that Jared can hold things up at the back. He actually had a blow himself. He was going up to head the ball away and he accidentally headed into the back of a Newcastle player and he ended up having a bit of a, a bloody nose, but he got through it okay. Um, so yeah, hopefully James Garner, I believe it's just illness, so hopefully he's available for Sunday um, against Chelsea. But then see when you have a performance like that, that fair enough, you didn't take you didn't take your chances until the last eleven minutes of the game. Even Garner is back. Do you turn around and say, well, let's just put in uh, James Garner, or do you keep uh, Ashley Young in there? It's 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 a, a selection headache, as they say. For Sean Dyche. Um, I couldn't believe though at the end of the game. Where the Newcastle manager felt that. They had control of the game. At no point in there did he ever have control of the game. They had a lot of possession but they did nothing with it. We were happy to let them come on. And we stole the ball off them. Every time they approached the, the, the our penalty box. With the exception of the one chance in the first half of Almiron. That he should have put away. And then obviously the one that for some reason. Uh, Anthony Gordon didn't punish us he didn't put that one away uh, the only other effort that I remember them that they might have had a chance of was a, a bad corner of, of an effort on goal by again Anthony Gordon but at no point did they have control of the game regardless what any stats say we were the better side on the night uh, we did let them back into it slightly in the second half before the mistakes that we got our goals from but overall Everton were top dogs that night and at the current moment it sees us out of the bottom three and again another big two fingers up to the Premier League saying you know you've only got yourselves to blame here you've started a roaring giant here and it's just such a shame that the Manchester United game didn't go our way because even before they're uh, away uh, again and when you think of it now that on the current uh, table 
with the win last night, we will be sitting in 10th place. So the Premier League have done their worst and Everton, the football club, the players, the staff, the manager are doing their bit to uh, ensure that we get up there because we do have those tough fixtures going up. But it just means that for comes to Sunday, the two o'clock kickoff against Chelsea, it makes a we go there thinking we can actually do this. We can actually go there because they're, they're not fantastic. I'm not like they could end up doing the same thing to us as United did if we don't take our chances. And hopefully, we will take the chances against them on Sunday and get another three points claw back from the deficit. And of course, it would be magical if the Premier League decided, you know what, we were dirty feckers and uh, we uh, we did take the points off because we just don't like it. But uh, the appeal has gone in and yeah, we're going to have to give you those points back because that would be wonderful. But you know it's not going to happen. If <laughs> knowing our luck, they'll probably take, uh, because we've appealed and the appeal will fail, they'll give us a further ban. That would be it. Um, on a side note, just talking to bans and points and punishments, uh, excuse me, uh, it looks like something is slightly moving in the line of the 115 breaches for Manchester City. But so everything would be watching that very, very carefully as they said they would. When the 10 points were taken off us. It be very, very interesting to see what happens in the coming weeks over that. But I can't imagine until Chris, until after Christmas period, we're not going to see too much. I'm not going to turn around before Christmas and do anything about it. I actually wouldn't be surprised if it goes quiet again until the summer. But, as we say, we'll see what happens there. So, before we go, let's have a listen back to the three goals from last night. Mistake. Frank Shapiro allows McNeil in. Chance for Everton here. And McNeil! For the second game running. Trippier hides his face in embarrassment. And Dwight McNeil has lifted the Gladys Street off their collective seats. Trippier caught in possession again. Harrison, three up with him. McNeil missed it. So yeah guys, I hope you enjoyed that little recap from the, the goals yesterday and the absolutely brilliant and isolated, uh, oh, maybe not slated, but maybe it's just too strong a word. I did have a few words about Beto because I was, still am to a certain point, I'm extremely worried about that, you know, he's going to end up being this flop because he is trying really hard but at some point in games when he comes on and even when he starts, I believe he's trying too hard. Same with the, the chance that he had against Forrest when he, he fluffed that up. But I'm so glad that he did get on the, on the, the, the goal sheet last night. Uh, he has his first now Premier League goal and hopefully he can kick on from there. Not the fact that you would only see Dominic Carvalhoon getting injured, but just when you're if you're 2 or 3 nil up, like we were last night, but you get the goals earlier, Dom can come off and he can come on and create his own chances and score goals because he did it all himself. The ball, I think it was Patterson. Flicked it down to him down, down the line and he took on the defence. Kieran Trippier playing him on side, as I said. I think that was it. And he went through and 
buried a pass to keep at the, at the near post where he could have went to the other side, which you would have thought was a better option, but he felt that, okay, the keeper's going to go that way, I'm going to nail him here. So yeah, next up, guys, is Sunday uh, against Chelsea. Um, be in matters for that, hopefully. And depending on how my Saturday night goes. On a side note, well, I love, love doing my side notes. On a side note, fair play to James, uh, one of our big members. He was over there last night. I think he said it was the third time he's been in the seat. Third time he saw, he basically has a hat trick of wins. So I believe now we should set a GoFundMe page for James so we can send him over every time and he can pick up wins for us. And uh, without, without he to pull the face that he normally pulls into the camera. With Goodison behind him. The only difference was we didn't have uh, Connor with him this uh, with him this time. But photograph was was still cool. Well done, uh, James. Great that you had to soak up that atmosphere all round. And uh, glad that you come back home, knowing that three points are back in the the Goodison bag. So yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Hit the like, hit the like and subscription, and all that kind of jazz as you know yourself. Uh, give the the podcast the rating as well it helps me out immensely guys great to keep the listenership going till then guys we'll talk to you on Sunday I'll try and get a, a match preview in before the Chelsea game but you know the time is tight uh, restriction wise and stuff like that so I'll, I'll do my best but I can't promise but I will talk to you again at some point and I will see whoever's in uh, matters and even key on Sunday up the toffees talk to you soon